Today's broadcast of Bagels and Blessings has been previously recorded at an earlier time. Shalom Chaverim, that's Hebrew for hello friends, and Shabbat Shalom, that's Hebrew for Sabbath peace. This is Ethel Chadwick. Welcome to another week of Bagels and Blessings. And the great interviews just keep on coming. Today, you'll get to hear the story of Joshua Lassard and how he came to know his Messiah. Stay with me, and I'll be right back. Shabbat, 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 Shalom, Shabbat, Shalom, Shabbat, Shalom, Shabbat, 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 Shalom. Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael, Am Yisrael, Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Congregation Shema Yisrael. We are a Messianic congregation made up of Jews and Gentiles who believe that Jesus, or Yeshua, is the promised Messiah. Our services contain Jewish liturgy and Davidic dancing, and we celebrate the Feasts of Israel. We meet at our new location at 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton, and our services are Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock a.m. Please join us for worship. And while you're in the building, be sure to check out the Fig Tree Messianic Bookstore and Gift Shop. Now open on Mondays from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m., Wednesdays from 3 o'clock p.m. to 8.30 p.m., Thursdays from 3 p.m. to 5.30 p.m., and after Shabbat services on Saturday for about 30 minutes. You can call the Fig Tree Bookstore at 585-484-7775. The Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop is a great place for books, CDs, cards, jewelry, and so much more. So be sure to check them out when you visit the Congregational Building. And now, when you make a purchase at the Fig Tree Bookstore, you can fill out a raffle ticket. Those names will be drawn for a prize from Bagels and Blessings. So those of you in the Rochester, New York area, be sure to visit Shemayas Royale and the Fig Tree Bookstore and Gift Shop and fill out your ticket for a chance to win a prize from Bagels and Blessings. Shalom, 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 Yerushalayim. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, shabbat 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 shalom. Shabbat shalom, shabbat shalom, shabbat 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 shalom. Since I've been on the air for 25 years, you can imagine how much music I have in my iTunes library. I love all of the songs, and some of the songs I play more than others. Here's one I haven't played in quite a while. I love Marty Getz's voice, and I love what he's singing about here. For Zion's sake, listen to the words and pray for the peace of Jerusalem.
keep silent for Zion's sake. I'll not hold my peace for Zion's sake. For This is Marty Getz, and you are listening to Bagels and Blessings. If you have had or have been involved in an abortion decision, you may be experiencing emotional difficulties. You may feel like your life is out of control or struggle with self-destructive behaviors. You can find freedom from these challenges. The ministry Finding Freedom and Forgiveness Post-Abortion can help. Groups are forming now. Please contact us at 585-204-7869, email us at fffpaclass at gmail.com, or visit us on the internet at f3pa.org. God bless you. Again, if you would like to call us, our number is 585-204-7869. Call now. We would love to help you in any way that we can. We've just finished the 
Day of Trumpets or Rosh Hashanah, the New Year. And our next holiday on the calendar is Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement. Now, as believers in Yeshua, we know that we have our atonement in Yeshua by the blood of Yeshua. But we acknowledge the holiday, we fast and we pray, and we search our hearts. Here's a beautiful song by Greg Silverman, Search Me, O God. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the from afar You discern my going out and my lying down Search me, O God and know my heart Test me and know my anxious thoughts See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I My going out and my lying down You are familiar with all my ways Before a word is on my tongue You know it completely, O I rise on the wings of the dawn If I settle on the far side of the sea Even there your hand will guide me Your right hand will hold me fast Search me, O God, and know my heart any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting and lead me in the way everlasting 
Such a beautiful song, and while we're on the subject of Greg Silverman, he arranged a beautiful arrangement of Avinu Malkenu, Our Father, Our King, and he also enlisted the help of Paul Wilbur and Joshua Aaron, and it has just beautiful three-part harmony, and, and it's another really good song for this season where we are coming closer to the Lord, turning away from sin, repenting. And we say, our Father, our Father, our King, grant us salvation. Beautiful song. You'll see what I mean. Bagels and Blessings is a ministry of Shema Yisrael Messianic Congregation. Your tax-deductible contributions will help keep this program on the air. Make checks out to Shema Yisrael, that's S-H-E-M-A-Y-I-S-R-A-E-L, and please put Bagels and Blessings on the memo portion of your check. Send your contributions to Bagels and Blessings, Post Office Box 192, Scottsville, New York, 14546-0192. And you're invited to come and experience Messianic worship in person Saturday morning at 10 a.m. at our new location, 250 Edgewood Avenue in Brighton. And now here's Joel Chernoff with another song that's really important, especially this time of year. Lord, make me holy, make me kadosh.
Again, that was Joel Chernoff, Holy Unto You, from the CD Restoration of Israel. Stay tuned for my interview with Joshua Lassard. But next, here's a word about Excellent Air Heating and Cooling. I'd like to thank Excellent Air Heating and Cooling for sponsoring Bagels and Blessings. Give them a call today at 585-889-7840. They're a family-owned and operated business. Their prices are fantastic. They will take care of your air conditioner in the summer and your furnace in the winter. Give them a call today because they love the Lord and they are excellent. Excellent air, heating and cooling. 585-889-7840. Next up, here are Karen and David Seguin. Kadosh Atah, you are holy. Oh, you 
This is Ethel Chadwick. You're listening to Bagels and Blessings. In just a little while, I'll air my interview with Joshua Lassard. You know, it's true that this season is rather solemn. We are being introspective and we are repenting of our sins, which we should be doing daily anyway. But in spite of all of the heaviness and the solemnness of the holiday, we still have joy because we have Yeshua. And, you know, Psalm 150 says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. A lot of songs have been written around this psalm, but I have, I have a favorite. McKedem has a song, Hallelujah, and it's all based on Psalm 150. And so I think you should get up and dance around your room because I'm very tempted to do that right now. <laughs> Enjoy. Thank you for waiting. Now it's time for my interview with Joshua Lassard. Enjoy, darling. Enjoy. Joshua Lassard, welcome to Bagels and Blessings. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And as I've said so much lately, I'm just so thankful to Facebook. It's been 
a way for me to connect and meet other believers from all over the world. It's just, it's been wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's been the same for me. Great. So I was wondering if you could tell our listeners a little bit about you in your early life. Did you grow up in a typical Jewish home or what was it like growing up? Yeah, well, I was born uh, in 74. Uh, my mom is uh, Jewish. She she passed away a few years ago, but she was a uh, grew up in a with a strong Jewish identity, somewhere between conservative and, and orthodox, um, and then got got caught up into the whole uh, the whole hippie thing uh, there in the late sixties and seventies and such. And uh, but she got uh, saved around the time I was born. Um, and uh, became a Messianic Jew and, and, and lived her life uh, dedicated to the movement. Uh, my dad is, is not Jewish, although um, he adopted, uh, you know, the Jewish influence of my mom. And, and to this day, he lives in Israel as an Israeli citizen uh, and, um, uh, you know, lives a Jewish life. So I, I grew up in a, uh, a strong believing home. My, my parents really loved the Lord. Uh, really wanted me and my brothers to love the Lord, and to this day we we do, and um, and uh, we attended uh, Beth Messiah in Virginia Beach, Virginia. They're now in Norfolk, Virginia, under uh, Rabbi Joe Rosenfarb, and that also had a a big impact on my life, uh, being a part of that congregation. Amazing. You know, Joshua, I love talking to people that grew up in a believing home because the question I always like to ask is, when did faith in Messiah become personal for you? It's one thing to grow up in it, and this is what mom and dad believe, and this is how I'm trained from a young age, but was there ever a point when you had to make a personal decision for yourself? Yes, I, I don't know if I would put it exactly in those terms for, for myself, where where I thought about it as a decision to make. But I do remember a very clear time when uh, I, I don't remember exactly how old I was. Um, third grade at the latest, maybe maybe even second grade. Um, but uh, I was in a actually in an Assemblies of God church because we did take some time. Uh, my parents did, and we attended some Assemblies of God churches. And, and I just remember the Spirit of God coming on me in such power and in such peace and in such love that from that point on, I knew I, knew I could never deny God's existence. I could never deny Yeshua's love for me. Um, so at that very early age, it became very personal for me and um didn't even think about it as a decision i had to make because it was so real to me it would be foolish to deny it um but from that point on um not saying i i walked the straight and narrow throughout all the rest of my life from that point on uh-huh. but from that point on i knew that god was real and and i knew that my life was meant for him for his glory Praise the Lord. Now, what about extended family members? You had some, some Jewish family on your mother's side and some non-Jewish family on your father's side. And, and did everybody understand your faith? Um, most of that, um, on my mom's side, most of the information I have about that is just kind of from over hearing different conversations and things uh, there there was uh, some friction when she became a believer um, and but but my uh, my grandfather uh, remembered for a blessing uh, was such a uh, such a peacemaker and um, from one conversation I overheard anyway he said you know that's it we're just not going to divide over this we're not going to fight over this you know it is what it is and with his uh, strong leadership he just kind of guided the family uh towards a place of peace and um and that's what i grew up with knowing my my mom's family very deeply even though we didn't live in the same area uh we'd visit often and felt nothing but acceptance from them that's and wonderful. so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, in my in my dad's side, um, 
again, good, strong relationships. Um, much of his family was of a Catholic background and, and, and very nominal at that. And so, you know, there, there was no no friction uh, in that in that area. That's good to know. Now, this next question, you know, you may have an answer or you may not. Everybody's different. But sometimes I just like to throw it out there. Thinking about the events that have happened in your lifetime, have you experienced any miracles from God? Yes, uh, many. Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah, this past uh, Saturday, and it it may seem like uh, a minor thing, but still it was a miracle. Uh, Our worship leader said to me, um, Josh, I just, I have a pain in my neck and I just feel like God is asking you to pray for me. So I prayed for her and and the pain went away. Um, I had a good friend of mine who's a pastor, uh, scheduled for back surgery. I said, let me come pray for you. And, uh, his, his wife and I prayed for him and about halfway through the prayer, he said, don't stop. Something's happening. And, uh, since that time, um, He's been pain-free in his back, at least as far as I, I know, and he canceled his uh, back surgery. And yeah, I've seen a number of things like that happen, miraculous words, words of prophecy that people just couldn't have known uh, without uh, the Lord having revealed it to them. And so it's it's a, a normal part of my life, actually. Praise the Lord. Well, that kind of goes with the next question. I was going to say, how is the Lord using you today? Well, obviously, he's using you for intercessory prayer and healing. You you obviously have some gift of healing there. How else would you say the Lord is using you? Well, um, I, I'm very passionate about keeping... Uh, our movement, Yeshua-centered, um, to understand our Judaism in light of who Yeshua is. And um, and, and I, I feel like our movement has done a great job and, and been very uh, focused on countering supersessionism, replacement theology, uh, telling the world, telling the church, telling our Jewish brothers and sisters that there is still a place for Israel and God's plan. But some streams of our movement, uh, I feel, have so focused on that that we've minimized some of the powerful new things that Yeshua has brought in. Some things that don't fit within Judaism or with any, within any religious structure, that he's, he's utterly unique and utterly powerful and that we have to define who we are in him and in his light and in his power and and the power of his death and his resurrection. And and the more we live that life and worry more about, am I glorifying who Yeshua is and what he did? That's got to be more important to us than is this or is this not Jewish? Um, And so I'm I'm very zealous about that. Um, Learning to rightly glorify Yeshua, to live that out and, and to make sure we don't get too caught up in the secondary issues. And, and I think compared to that, everything is pretty much secondary. Joshua, I'm really glad that you said that because while I'm really proud of my Jewish identity, my Jewish heritage, I always tell people it's, it's not about Judaism, it's about Yeshua. I mean, I want to celebrate Yeshua in a Jewish context. I enjoy celebrating the Jewish holidays, and he's in the center of all of them. But if if it ever becomes more about Judaism than it does about Yeshua, that something is wrong. Right. I I, I agree with that completely. Look, um, for me, you know, I when we have a Passover seder, when I when I host a Passover seder. Um, I, I really do it for one purpose, and that's because it's a God-given holy day for the purpose of glorifying the true Passover lamb, Yeshua. And if it ever becomes something, oh, I do it because it's um, it's a great social opportunity, or it's a great religious opportunity, or, or it's something in addition to Yeshua, then it becomes actually a distraction. I think we have to maintain 
the profound truth that the Son of God took on human flesh and lived amongst us, walked amongst us, talked, healed, and died and rose again, poured out the Holy Spirit. And that, that's, that is the central event of human history. And he's given the Jewish people a gift uh, through the scriptures and through our history to be able to glorify that, that truth um, through the gifts of the, the holidays and, and other things of our, of our background and culture. And so I agree with you completely. Passover has got to be about the Passover lamb. The Sabbath has to be about the Lord of the Sabbath. Um, it's not something in addition to, to him. And uh, it's not something that has meaning apart from him. But it's something that can point to him in a meaningful and beautiful way. Absolutely. You know, as I listen to you speak, it occurs to me, and I've never met you before, I don't know anything about you, but it occurs to me that you would make an excellent speaker. Do you, are, are you ever called on to give sermons or teach? Because you have a, a way about you, young man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you saying that. Um, I, I've done some. A couple local churches have uh, had me teach a couple times, and, and uh, I am ordained through the IAMCS, and, and I teach pretty much yearly at the Southeast Regional, and this past summer I uh, was blessed with an opportunity to teach uh, at the Messiah Conference uh, on on atonement. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate you saying that, and, uh, you know, I just, if you could just Pray with me that the Lord would open any doors in that area He wants me to walk through. Uh, but but generally, um, it's Saturday morning at my synagogue where where I teach. Excellent. Well, you said you just said you're ordained. So should I be calling you Rabbi Joshua? I I'm not big on titles. Uh, technically, I I am a Messianic Rabbi. But, wow. Uh, just Josh is fine. That's wonderful. I'm excited. Well, I have a question. Listening to you mention when you were born and realizing there's this huge gap between your age and my age, let's talk a little bit about music. Like, I grew up, you know, hearing Lamb and Israel's Hope, and what do you think about the early Messianic music? I mean, because now you've got Mekedem, you've got Joshua Aaron, and, you know, things have really changed in 20 years. So what do you think about the early music? Yeah, well, I grew up with... Um my parents having on 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 records um lamb's music and uh call some ha their, yeah. their first um, yeah. uh, and that has such <laughs> such power for me uh it, it um i remember a discussion online that i had with a couple rabbis and, and the and the question was what is the song that best defines our movement and I think a number of us agreed it was uh, Joel Chernoff's uh, Sacrifice Lamb. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, to me it's deep and it's meaningful and, um, and beautiful. And I think that it was a tool that God used to help define what our movement was about. You know, it was about glorifying Yeshua in a Jewish way. Uh, and not not in a put on Jewish way, but in a natural Jewish way, out of who we are. Uh, and so, I'm I'm very grateful for the for a lot of that early music. And what do you think about the way it's evolved over the years? You know, I going to the Messiah Conference this past summer. I was blessed by by it all. You know, we had. Um, Mari Getz and Misha Getz, uh, and I, I literally wept through part of their uh, music. Uh, some like when they sang um, uh, "For Zion's Sake," yes. uh, that song. Yes. That song must be what, like, twenty years old now, I guess. Yeah, but, but it never um, gets old. <laughs> no, it doesn't. So that one brought a tear to my eyes, and new music was great. Um, and some of the things. Uh, you know, some of the things coming out of um, Israel are, are it's just the whole, even the musical question aside, just the idea that we are starting to be influenced by what's coming out of Israel is, is very 
meaningful to me um, that uh, I think eventually, I mean, the center of Messianic Judaism has largely been the United States. Uh, I, I think eventually it's going to have to be Israel. And so to see them musically maturing and hopefully theologically maturing and growing in unity and um, I, I, uh, it just, um, I, I was blessed by it. Mm, praise God. Praise God. Well, we've almost come to the end of our time together. And besides praying for more opportunities to teach, is there anything else that you'd like us to be praying for? Oh, I, I appreciate that. Um, you know, just the things that we as as uh, believers with a heart for Israel normally pray for, you know, just that we would be effective in um, reminding the church that God has a place for Israel and that they should be praying and supporting uh, efforts uh, for Jewish people to know their Messiah and, and praying for Israel and um uh, you know, and, and if people want to throw in a prayer in there for, for my little congregation here in Tallahassee, Tree of Life, uh, I certainly would not object to that. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, prayers are, are appreciated. Absolutely. Are you the, the head rabbi for that congregation? I am. Oh, well, you are very humble. I did not know this. Wow. Well, yeah, so it's been a blessing. We... we um, we, I'm actually the founding rabbi. We started it in 2011. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, may the Lord bless you and increase your ministry, and may he protect you and provide all that you need in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being my guest on Begos and Blessings. It has truly been a joy to talk with you. Oh, it's been a joy on my end. Thank you. All right, well, hopefully we'll be in touch again soon. Shalom for now. Shalom. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have you ever heard Messiah has called It says in His Word To cleanse everyone Atonement he made Inequity That we can find light With him evermore The sacrifice name Has been his blood on the old to rust to wipe away turns pain to bring hope eternal salvation has come to the world God's own son. Prophets of old speak much of the sign. His death is foretold. The purpose is clear. Isaiah did say. Was for an atonement to give us a way that leads not to death. 
The sacrifice lamb has been slain. His blood on the altar was stained to wipe away guilt and pain to bring hope eternal. Salvation has Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. This is Ethel Chadwick saying, Shalom Alechem, peace be with you. Remember, every day of your life is an opportunity to be a blessing to someone. Thank you so much for listening to Bagels and Blessings. Shalom. Shalom.